Welcome back, Giants fans. So I have not talked to you guys since Joe Shane was hired as the Giants GM, which... How long ago was that? Five, six days ago? It feels like forever ago. But the Giants, of course, have put in interviews, have had interviews with different head coaching candidates. I want to go over those in this video. I'm tired of the speculation. I just want a head coach already. Hopefully tomorrow or by uh, Thursday, we finally get that answer. But according to some rumors, we have to, may have to wait a bit. Some rumors say it might be as soon as tomorrow that Brian Dable's the next head coach. I don't know. There's a bunch of different rumors. I don't know who to trust. But anyway, we're going to talk about the different... Um, coaches the Giants will interview for the head coaching position. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. Leave a like, always helps out, and let's get into it. So the first name we're going to go over is Dan Quinn, who the Giants actually interviewed today. So we'll go over Dan Quinn's history. We'll go over all the candidates' histories. But for Dan Quinn, he was the Falcons head coach from 2015 to 2020, most famously known for blowing leads, and especially the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51, the 28-3 lead he was the head coach for. He went to the playoffs twice with Atlanta, of course, went to the Super Bowl that one year. They lost in the first round, I think, to the Eagles the, uh, the next year, so not much postseason success. It obviously should have resulted in at least one Super Bowl, but unfortunately, that was not the case for Dan Quinn there. Anyway, the Falcons defense, and this is the part about Dan Quinn that I don't like, is when Dan Quinn was fired in 2020 last year, the first COVID season of the NFL, when Dan Quinn was fired halfway through the year, Raheem Morris took over as the interim head coach. And once Raheem Morris took over, the Falcons defense got a whole lot better. That part kind of, you know, gives me some red flags about Dan Quinn. And I, I, Dan Quinn does not excite me in the first place. He's not a very exciting candidate. It seems like every NFL team out there that has a head coaching vacancy wants to interview this guy. I personally don't really see the appeal, but they must see something that I don't. So he is getting interviews everywhere, which I guess is a good thing for us. Quinn was the defensive coordinator in Seattle from 2013 to 2014. Of course, Seattle had some tremendous defenses around that time. So that's probably why I got the head coaching job with Atlanta in the first place. 51 years old, actually born in New Jersey, so probably a local guy. But um, it doesn't excite me. Dan Quinn doesn't do it for me. I talked about how... The defense in Atlanta got better once he left. You can look at what he did with Dallas this year. He was the defensive coordinator in Dallas in 2021. But Dallas's defense was so reliant on turnovers. Like, without those turnovers, how good is the Dallas defense? I would argue it's not that great. They couldn't stop the run this year. So, the name Dan Quinn does not do it for me. I, I don't take him seriously as a Giants candidate, but... We'll see. I, I think he gets interviewed by every team for a reason. There must be some appeal there. I don't get it myself, but the Giants interviewed him today, and we'll see what happens. But I'd be pretty surprised if he was, in fact, the Giants head coach. Next, we have Lou Anarumo. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm admittedly not too familiar with him, but he's the current defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. Not a name I really heard brought up much, but the Giants are giving him an interview for their head coaching job. He's a guy that was born in Staten Island, New York, so I guess there is some familiarity with the area. Um, but yeah, this was an interesting one. I mean, Cincinnati's defense has gotten much better. Of course, they've added pieces to that defense and adding guys like Hilton and Trey Hendrickson. That's definitely helped out a lot there. So they built a good defense there. They were very good. They were very good against the run in the regular season. But since he's defense, you know, in terms of allowing points, passing yards, it wasn't all that impressive. So I don't know. I mean, I'd be surprised if this one happens once again, but the Giants must see something they like here. Anarumo was actually the Giants defensive backs coach in 2018. I try to forget about the 2018 Giants whenever I can, but he was here in 2018 as a secondary coach and he interviewed for the job yesterday on Sunday. So I, I'm not, once again, not expecting this one to happen, but it was an interesting interview. So 
this could be that wild card, the, the Joe Judge of two years ago, who we don't expect to get the job, and maybe he does out of nowhere, but he's 55 years old, so he's been around for a while. I, I don't really think it's going to happen, but another guy who's an interesting candidate, but the Giants have really leaned like to the defensive side of the ball in some of these interviews. Like You have Dan Quinn, Anna Rumo, Leslie Frazier, Brian Flores, Patrick Graham, like five out of six guys are defensive guys. So I don't know why that's the case if they meant to do it like that. But anyway, Anarumo would surprise me, so I'm not expecting it, but you never know. Next is Leslie Frazier, a name we should all be pretty familiar with. He interviewed for the job on Saturday right before the Bills game on Sunday, 62 years old. So right off the bat, that's kind of like, eh, that's a bit old for, you know, a head coach, but it's it's not too old. I get that. Vikings head coach from 2011 to 2013. They had a playoff season in, in 2012. They went 10-6. and six. I think that was the Adrian Peterson 2,000-yard year. Lost in the first round, but still 10-6 and six with like Christian Ponder as your quarterback is not too shabby. So good job there. And Leslie Frazier's had a good defense. You know, the Bills' defense since he's been there has been good. He was the Bucks' defensive coordinator in 2014, 2015. And his numbers since being the Bills' defensive coordinator speak for themselves. I mean, the Bills have some talent defensively. I get that, of course. But the man's been impressive. And, you know, he's coming off a game where Patrick Mahomes just destroyed them. I get that, of course. But for the most part, the Bills' defense was fabulous the entire year. Their pass defense, I think, might have been number one in the NFL this year. So um, they were very good in 2021 and even 2020. Like They've had a good defense since Leslie Frazier has been there. Um, But once again, the age kind of concerns me. It's defensive side of the ball. I don't know. I, I think, of course, it probably is because Joe Shane is coming from the Bills. He's now our GM, of course, so I'm sure there's some connection there. Maybe he kind of owed it to Leslie Frazier to give him an interview. I have no idea. So this one w- wouldn't be as surprising, but it, it'd be a bit surprising. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't know. I'm not expecting him to get this job, but he does have the connection to the GM, so there is that. He has previous head coaching experience, which someone like John Mayer may like very much. So he has that going for him, but I don't think he's one of the favorites, per se, to land this job. Next, we have the man who I think is by far the favorite to get this job, the guy that I want to get this job, and I'm sure many of you guys want to get this job, is Brian Dable, the current offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. And I think yesterday for Giants fans kind of went perfectly, where the Bills put up a ton of points offensively, look great, but he still loses and is now eligible to be hired by the Giants. Because I do think if the Bills won yesterday, we would have to wait till they were eliminated to um, officially hire, or maybe even bring him back for a second interview um, for for Brian Dable. So that would not be a good thing. So selfishly, I'm kind of happy the Bills lost, but I do feel bad for them, of course. Anyway, he's been the Bills offensive coordinator from 2018 to 2021. Patriots tight end coach from 2014 to 2016. I know most of you don't like hearing that Patriots connection, but still, it is what it is. Now, he was an offensive coordinator for three teams from 2009 to 2012. It was Cleveland, Miami, Kansas City. And those teams were horrendous during that time. Some of the quarterbacks he worked with were Brady Quinn, Matt Castle, Derek Anderson. I think Chad Henney was in there as well. Really, really bad quarterbacks. He went from those guys to a unicorn in Josh Allen. So a lot has changed in his life, of course, in terms of quarterback play. But I can't necessarily blame Brian Dable for not having good offenses when your best quarterback was probably Derek Anderson at the end of his career. So I can't really blame him for that. Um, He interviewed for the Giants uh, head coaching job on Friday. And apparently he's getting an interview tomorrow as well. So there are some rumors going around that he might be hired as soon as tomorrow. 
I don't know what to believe because there's another report out there that the Giants want to interview Brian Flores at least twice before making a final decision. And Brian Flores has not been officially interviewed once yet. So they want to interview him twice, apparently, according to this report from Bobby Johnson, who I'm not too familiar with, but he had like 30,000 followers verified. So I guess it's somewhat legit. I don't know. But once again, it's tough to know who to trust in these situations. The Bills offense has been awesome for the past few years. Yes, it's been kind of in conjunction with Josh Allen development but I do give Brian Dable some credit for that we saw the creativity with the play calling from Buffalo yesterday a lot of deep routes we love seeing that stuff as Giants fans and get away from those five yard curls and you know stuff that Jason Garrett loved to do so yeah I mean I would love Brian Dable I think if Daniel Jones were to come back for a year four I think Brian Dable is the man on this list that can get the most out of him of course he is the one offensive head coach but I do think Daniel Jones and Brian Dable's scheme can get the most out of Daniel Jones. And I'm not saying he's Josh Allen, trust me. I'm not going there. Hell no. But Daniel Jones can probably, if all things work out well, can be a league average quarterback if he really adapts well to Brian Dable's system. They get an offensive line in front of him. I, I could see a scenario where like Daniel Jones is like the 15th best quarterback in football if all things work out well in Brian Dable's system. So, you know, it's maybe a bit of a long shot, but it's possible. I do think he has the right skill set to maybe work in that offense there. And as I said, he's my favorite guy personally. I wanted an offensive head coach going into this process. And as I mentioned, most of these guys are defensive guy, so I'm going to side with Brian Dable anyway, but Dable's called my attention since last year. He got a bunch of hype when Josh Allen started to break out, and going back and watching other YouTubers do like all 22 film breakdowns on the Bills offense, it's a, lot, it's a lot of impressive stuff. So I like what Brian Dable has to offer, and you know, in the event we keep Daniel Jones or maybe draft a guy in the next couple of years, I trust Brian Dable to groom our next franchise quarterback, hopefully. So you know, I, I think most Giants fans have come to agree that Daniel Jones might not be the future answer. We get that. So there's a chance the Giants might draft the first round quarterback in this draft or the next draft. And if we're going to draft a young quarterback, I want a really good offensive mind to work with said young quarterback. And Brian Dable being here in 2022-2023 would be able to help that young quarterback get to where he needs to go. So that's kind of why I want to go in that direction. I'm assuming the Giants as a franchise will have to draft another young quarterback at some point in the next couple of years. So therefore, I side with the you know offensive mind and Brian Dable who already helped Josh Allen develop and get to and help to get where he's at right now. So that's my favorite. Now, Brian Flores is interesting. The Giants have not interviewed him yet, as I mentioned, but According to Bobby Thompson here, he says GM Joe Shane has Brian Dable as his front runner for the head coaching position, but plan on interviewing Brian Flores for a second time before he makes an official hire. So that's interesting. I don't know, because Brian Flores, as far as I know, does not have one interview with the Giants yet. They have basically said it's going to happen, but I don't think it's happened yet. So Brian Flores, I guess, would have to get two interviews. It doesn't really make sense to me, but... I guess I give the Giants credit for doing their due diligence and trying to get this right. Don't rush a decision here. So do you want to believe Mr. Bobby Thompson or the tweet above him here, which is from Cam Marino? Now, Cam Marino is a guy who had like a thousand something followers. So maybe it's less credible, but he went on to say, from what I've heard in the past 24 hours, I'd be shocked if Brian Dable was not the head coach of the Giants. Sounds like he brings Ken Dorsey to his to, uh, to be his offensive coordinator and Wink Martindale, Don Wink Martindale, as his defensive coordinator. So that would be awesome, by the way. Like I think Don Martindale has been the Ravens DC for a long time now, and the Ravens defense year after year puts up very good numbers. This year, not so good. They had no secondary whatsoever. Marcus Peters towards ACL. Um, 
the other guy, Humphrey, got hurt as well. So, yeah, they had an awful secondary. But for the most part, the Ravens' defense has been awesome with Don Wink Martindale. So if we had him as our defense coordinator and Brian Dable as our offense coordinator, I would love that. I would sign up for it in a second. I don't know much about Ken Dorsey. I know he was the quarterback coach for Buffalo like right now. He was a quarterback coach in Carolina as well, so I don't know much about the guy, but still, I mean, coming from Buffalo, working with Josh Allen, it can't be that bad, right? So once again, I don't know who to believe. Like, do you want to believe the side of Brian Dable is going to be hired tomorrow or, or believe the side of they want to interview Brian Flores two times? Like, I don't know which side to be on here, so... I choose to believe that Brian Dable is going to be hired very soon. Like, I, I would be kind of surprised if Brian Dable is not the Giants head coach by Thursday, which might be stupid to say. I'm just going to put it out there, though. That, that's just how my gut feels, and that's what it tells me. And I could be very wrong, of course, but that's just how I feel about the situation right now and based on reports that are coming out. Anyway, Patrick Graham apparently got an interview with the Giants. Now, Patrick Graham, of course, has been the one coach that Giants fans can like universally agree that has been the only good coach on this coaching staff for the last couple years and Patrick Graham's a smart guy he's really done a great job in some bigger games you know he held Kansas City to 20 points this year did a tremendous job for Russell Wilson in 2020 in that game in Seattle um, he's had good outings uh, Patrick Graham and he always learns to adapt which I like about him so I'm not, you know, once again, I'd be surprised if he's the head coach, but he has experience with the Giants, the Packers, Dolphins, the Giants again. So the Giants defense has overachieved since he's been here. I like that, of course. And Patrick Graham's a smart guy. So um, I don't really know if he's like a leader of men type guy. I always felt like Patrick Graham was a bit more of like a quiet guy, but that doesn't really mean anything. So I don't know. I'd be a bit surprised if that one happened. It might be like a bit of a courtesy thing from John Mara. I have no idea. But anyway, um, the guys that I could really see getting this job still are Brian Dable. He's like number one by far for who I think is going to get the job. And then Brian Flores has like a little bit of hope. I, I do think, you know, there's definitely a possibility I don't take Dan Quinn. I don't take the Bengals guy, Anna Rumo, too seriously. Leslie Frazier, I mean, I don't think so. So I do think Brian Dable has a very strong chance at this, and I might be doing a video in 24 hours like reacting to Brian Dable being the head coach. I actually won't be home tomorrow, so I kind of hope they wait till Thursday. So I probably, if they do hire him tomorrow, don't expect the video, unfortunately. So, um, But yeah, hopefully they wait till Thursday for my sake. But anyway... I'd be surprised if it's somebody else not named Brian Dable or even Brian Flores. So you never know. But, you know, the 2020 Giants coaching search did not go the way we expected it to. Joe Judge was like the last name on the list for everybody because no one knew who the hell the guy was. And he was hired. So I do. I want to believe the Giants organization is ran differently now than what it was. And they're letting Joe Shane call the shots. And I do think it's if it's up to Joe Shane, I think he has a lot of interest in Brian Dable. So that's pretty much where I think the Giants will go with this. And I like Dable a lot, so I do hope it's him, but we'll find out here pretty soon. I'm just excited to see who they get. I want to find out already. It's like, I it's I don't know. I just want to figure it out, and I'm tired of the speculation. I just want to get the GM head coach in here, and we can go forward. But two more things before we get out here. So the Joe Shane press conference with the Giants is 11.45 a.m. Um, tomorrow, actually. So if you guys didn't know that, there you go. The Giants tweeted it out before. I will probably be at work, so I probably can't watch it. But hopefully WFAM plays it. I could probably listen in, in the car. Um, and then the other piece of news was that Sean Payton apparently is not returning calls from the Saints right now. And that's interesting. You know, Sean Payton, of course, was a guy who once worked with the Giants many moons ago before I was a fan, probably. But Sean Payton, if he ever wanted to come here, I think I think you make that happen. <laughs> Sean Payton has proven that the guy can win and the guy knows how to call an offense, you know, regardless of who his quarterback is. I think he had a nine win season this year with six games with Jameis Winston. 
uh, probably four or five games with Trevor Simeon and the rest with uh, one with Ian Book and then the rest with Taysom Hill, who's a tight end. So, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. I know the Saints defense was very good this year, but like still, I mean, what that man does offensively with some of these guys is, is pretty crazy. So, you know, even in times when Drew Brees missed games in the past, like they threw in Jameis Winston um, a couple years back or last year, he did very well. They threw in Taysom Hill uh, some at some point, and he went three. Actually, no, I'm thinking of Teddy Bridgewater. Sorry, Teddy Bridgewater filled in for Drew Brees. Went like five and one, six and one. Then Taysom Hill came in last year, went three and one. So I mean, the guy's a winner. I don't know. Sean Payton unfortunately does not have the Super Bowls to show it. He has one, of course, back in 2009, I think it was, but. I would definitely take Sean Payton in a heartbeat. I really am excited for Brian Dable, but if Sean Payton were to be available, I mean, hey, I'd bring him over here for sure. So I don't know if he's under contract, actually. Let me look that up real quick. So according to this NFL.com article, Sean Payton's under contract through 2024. So we're talking, what, two more seasons? Three more seasons? 2022, three, four? Yeah, three more seasons. And he would walk away from $45 million if he did leave the Saints, which I guess is pretty hard to believe, but... Let's not act like if he went to a different team, they'd pay him very handsomely as well. So I don't know if he missed out on much there. But anyway, um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what's going on with him, but if he were available, I think the Giants should definitely at least talk to the guy, see where his head's at. And if he actually wants to come back here, I mean, you welcome him with open arms. And, you know, that's that's a situation where that's probably one of the better head coaches out there. And if we got him here once again for a little reunion, that'd be nice. So I would definitely welcome Sean Payton. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully we find out soon who the head coach is. Hopefully Thursday, selfishly for me. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy this video and I will talk to you guys next time.